It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now. Morning, everyone. Welcome along. Friday morning, Tradies News in a nutshell. It's the 30th of September 2022. Daniel Pedigree with you. The final Tradies of the NRL season grand final weekend. Very, very exciting. Broadcasting through SEN 11.70 a.m. in Sydney. SENQ 693 AM in Brisbane and SEN 1620 AM on the Gold Coast. Phone number, as per usual, still the same, 1300 01 1170. Give us a call. You'll get on air anytime. Had some really good calls throughout the week. Would like to keep that going this Friday morning. And you can text, as always, 0457 736 736. A lot on our agenda today. Of course, it is grand final weekend. It is a little weird, isn't it, with no footy on a Friday night uh, or a Saturday, uh, but we are going to be in grand final mode all weekend with three games, of course, not just the NRL. We've got the NRLW on on Sunday afternoon, plus the National Championship grand final as well in front of a sold-out core stadium, Penrith up against Parramatta. We'll talk more about that in a second. A lot of news, of course, floating around about the grand final. Some news elsewhere, a bit of news about the Big Bash. Uh, I know we're still in rugby league mode at the moment, but it'll come around quicker than you think. Uh, A bit of news about the Big Bash coming out yesterday, so we will get to that as well. Now, John Gallo usually joins me on a Friday morning. His other way is engaged. He's giving uh, someone a lift to the airport, and we know how stressful that can be. So uh, we said no. Uh, you can have a today off, but we will look at the EPL coming up this weekend. The first normal round, I suppose you could say, of the English Premier League uh, for a very long time now, for about a month really, with everything that happened over there with the sad passing of the Queen. So we'll talk about that uh, in about half an hour. Our NRL Grand Final preview, Charlie Goodsir will be with me, as will be uh, Jalisa Apps from Channel 10, a full preview of the Grand Final. We'll also look at the NRLW as well. So plenty to get through on this Friday morning. 0457 736 736 is the text number, or you can call 1300 01 1170. The Hot Topic, thanks to Reem. Built tough for Aussie conditions. When it comes to water heating, ask your plumber to install a ring. Two and a half past five. Does your hot water need replacing? Get one that's steady, hot and strong. Ask your plumber to install a ream. All right, a couple of things for you to get involved with on this grand final Friday morning. Two sleeps until the grand final. Uh, I would like to hear from Parramatta and Penrith fans today. How, how are you feeling? I know uh, when my team was involved in the grand final and have had that uh, pleasure to watch uh, my team play in the grand final a few times. It's a really weird period of time because I think you're excited earlier on in the week. We saw the scenes out at Kellyville on Monday at the Parramatta open training session. Um, and then in Penrith, I think it was Tuesday morning packed. I think there was about 6,500 people there. But I think as you get a little closer to the weekend, uh, might be catching up with some friends over the weekend before the game on Sunday the nerves just start to kick in. So I'd be interested to hear how any Penrith or Parramatta fans are feeling on the open line this morning on 1300 01 1170 or 0457 736 736. But also want to know your predictions for this weekend. So I want to know who's going to win and by how many and who's the Clive Churchill medalist. You can throw in first try scorer as well if you want, but it is very early in the morning, so I thought it'd make it easy. But who is going to win? By how many points and your Clive Churchill medalist 
the closest, I'll keep all these texts that I'll get over the next hour, or the calls, and I might give you a Makita prize back. We'll see if someone can get it spot on uh, when I'm back on air on Tuesday. So who is going to win and by how many points and your Clive Churchill medalist? one three hundred oh one eleven seventy 1170 or 457 736 is the text line. And um, also, we talked about favourite grand final moments uh, the other morning. But I want to know your greatest grand final ever. Now, again, it might be one that uh, you t- your team has been involved in. But even if not, what is the greatest grand final you've ever watched? And there's a heap. There are so many you can choose from over the past 20, 30, 40, 50 years. The greatest grand final. And could this one potentially be a great grand final? Um, we'll talk more about it later in our preview. I think it's going to be a very, very interesting the start, but a sold out Western Sydney Derby, first grand final, first full capacity grand final in Sydney since 2019. I think we're in for a really, really good game on a Sunday night when it kicks off at around 7.30. So your predictions for the weekend, who is going to win by how many points and your Clive Churchill medalist and the great grand finals of all time. What stands above the rest is the greatest grand final of all time. Uh, you can text 0457 736 736 or call the open line on 1300 01 1170. We'll get to your texts. We'll get to your calls soon. Remember, if you call, you'll get straight on. Five past five, 1300 01 1170 or 0457 736 736 is the text number. Uh, one of the big stories this week, has been Nathan Brown returning to the Parramatta Eels. Hasn't played since round 17 for Parramatta. And uh, we know, um, we know, of course, uh, the situation with Nathan Brown. And there's talk that he might end up maybe at the Tigers next year. Uh, we'll wait and see. I think he's a very good player. Did break his hand, it has to be said, um, and missed six weeks and has been back in New South Wales Cup over the past few weeks. Well, he's hit out at speculation. His hiatus from the NRL team was a result of a falling out with coach Brad Arthur and other key figures in the team. Now, he has earned a recall, as we know, for the game. He hasn't played uh, top grade since the 9th of July. And speaking for the first time since his controversial axing 12 weeks ago, he insists he has no issues with the coach, despite his omission, which coincided with the former New South Wales origin forward being told he was free to find a new club. Now, he said that rumour is just a false rumour. He said to the Sydney Morning Morning Herald, all that stuff has been said about us is rubbish. We're all good and on talking terms. We both know we have a job to do come this Sunday. I hear some things being said, but I try not to listen to all that media talk. In the back of your mind, you're worried that other people might believe the rumours. I don't think they did, though, to be honest. Everyone knows I wouldn't be like that. They know that I'll do what's best for the team and the club. Uh, He hasn't played a game since round 17, but he is going to be a crucial part, you feel, of this Parramatta side uh, on Sunday night. Arthur indicated Brown following last week's preliminary grand final, uh, preliminary final against the Cowboys, sorry, that he was going to be considered for selection in the grand final. It wasn't known until Sunday of last week that he was officially told he would play as Arthur opted for his aggression over the finesse of Bryce Cartwright on the bench. Uh, He said, Brown, it's probably the most difficult period throughout my career so far. It has been difficult. I'm not going to lie. And he, as I said, could well have a big part uh, to play in this year's grand final, Nathan Brown. Coming off the bench, you would imagine they'll use him 
just as an impact player. I can't see uh, him playing long minutes, but he could be a very, very important part of this Parramatta side on Sunday night. Bad news as well, just in terms of Parramatta, not overly surprising. We saw vision, I think it was Monday, of Tom Opacek trying to train in the end, uh, not being able to get over that injury. So Bailey Simonson, who I thought did a decent job, a solid job last weekend against the Cowboys, will be in uh, that Parramatta side on Sunday night. So uh, some good news uh, for Parramatta with Nathan Brown there. Some bad news with Tom Opacek. And you've got to feel sorry for him as well, don't you? He's been uh, playing for Parramatta most of the year. He's been very good, solid player, Tom Opacek, for the Eels side throughout this season and to miss the grand final due to injury. It happens a lot. Um, Fossey and Brandy were talking about it the other day on SCN 11.70am breakfast. At some point, you just uh, get the situation where players get suspended or players uh, get injured and miss the grand final. But no doubt, he'll be cheering his Parramatta Reels teammates on the sideline. Uh, some predictions coming through as well. We'll get uh, to them in a second. Just this on the text, though. 0457 736 736. Uh, Steve says, hi, Dan. No nerves, mate. It's only footy. Well, I like that. Um, I like that. I think you'd probably be one of the few, though, Steve. Maybe not now on a Friday morning, but I think come Sunday, I think you'll be nervous. But I would say as well, you have to enjoy the experience. Now, Penrith have been there, what, three years in a row now. But this is really the first year the Penrith fans, in New South Wales at least, have been able to enjoy a proper grand final week. And I heard... Uh, someone say it throughout the week. I can't remember who it was. He said, you just don't know how often you got, you're going to get to this stage of the season. Um, you know, there are teams like Penrith, like Melbourne, like the Roosters, who do get there quite often. But you just never know. Uh, the Storm, their last grand final a couple of years ago. The Roosters haven't been there for a few years. Penrith have been there for three years in a row. Parramatta's first grand final since 2009. Haven't won one since 1986. So you've got to enjoy it uh, when your team gets there. So no, I understand the no nerves. The other thing I want to hear from you this morning as well is what are you doing on grand final day? Now, last week we had some texts and it was a big weekend of sport last weekend. We had the two NRL preliminary finals. We had the NRL, uh, we had the AFL grand final. We had texts about someone going on a boys weekend to play poker. We had a text about a mate a uh, guy going out with his mates on the Friday and then the Saturday and then an AFL grand final party on the Saturday afternoon. It is a little different, and I know we spoke about this earlier on in the week. It is a little different, uh, the NRL grand final to the AFL grand final, because the NRL grand final is not on until 7.30, quarter to 8. It is a late kickoff. So what are your plans for grand final day? If you're not going to the game, and happy to hear from you if you are, but if you're not going to the game... Um, Potentially, your team's not even involved. What are your plans for grand final day? Again, this time last year, we couldn't do anything in Sydney to celebrate the grand final. We were all locked up still for another week or so, I think it was, uh, this time last year. So what are you doing to celebrate grand final day um, and grand final night? Uh, for some, it may be a very long day into a very long night, but like to know what you're doing. 0457736736 is the text number, or you can uh, call anytime, 1300-01-1170 on the open line, 1300-01-1170. Uh, story about Mitchell Moses as well in the paper today. Uh, five years ago, Penrith coach Ivan Cleary handed Mitchell Moses to Parramatta, a decision he may live to regret 
on Sunday night at a core stadium. So, Cleary, if you cast your mind back five years ago, was in charge at the West Tigers when Moses was told he could leave and given a backhander on his way out. It was a decision that handed Moses to the Eels and left a bitter taste in the mouth of the young half. Now, Moses was ropeable at the time, uh, saying at the end of the 2017 season that he was heartbroken when he sat down at a meeting with Cleary and former Tigers football manager Kelly Egan, where they pulled a lucrative extension off the table. Parramatta uh, then got him, as we know, and he has finally buried the curse of the Eels' number seven jersey. The Tigers were left to pick up the pieces after Cleary left at the end of 2018 to go and rejoin the Penrith Panthers. Uh, Moses said at the time it was heartbreaking. It ripped my heart out what they did. I didn't see a point in staying there if they didn't see a future with me after they pulled my deal. If someone comes into your work and says, look, we don't need you anymore, you're not going to feel welcomed. Uh, The driving force behind the Eels' pursuit of Moses was Chief Executive Bernie Gurr. Gurr had arrived at the club after the 2016 salary cap scandal, armed with a mantra when it came to recruiting players, who is going to be holding the trophy for you at the end of the year? In Moses, the Eels saw a player who had helped them hold the trophy. Brad Arthur said that's what we thought, that Mitch could eventually be the leader of a premiership winning team. Uh, you need a good controlling halfback. I was keen as mustard on Mitchell. I liked his running game. He had kicked a strong, uh, he had a strong kicking game back then. He has obviously matured. He was brave. Defensively, he needed some work, but he was brave and willing. Look, Mitchell Moses is going to be very, very important uh, to this Parramatta side on Sunday night. He didn't have his best game last weekend against the Cowboys. A couple of kicks out on the full, two kicks out on the full in a row. But it does have to be said, his wife did have a baby four hours before that, which he missed, um, and he saw uh, via FaceTime. And we heard from him earlier on in the week on The Breakfast Show with Fossey and Brandy about what a roller coaster few weeks, a few uh, week it was. Um, and especially that day, only uh, gave birth, uh, his partner, I think about an hour before he had to go off for the game. Uh, to get on the bus to go out to the ground. so he. But even just having them, him on the field last week was definitely important for that paramaterial side. And you would think, and I might mention this later with Charlie and Jalissa as well, Jalisa as well, is that if Parramatta are going to win, obviously their forwards are going to have to lay a back, uh, platform. But you think Mitchell Moses and Clint Gutherson are going to have to uh, come up with some very, very good play. So we'll wait and see what happens with that over the course of the weekend and Sunday night. Look, there is some other news around around rugby league and cricket we'll get to after the break. We'll have a look at the EPL. A stack of texts there. I'll get to them in a second, asking you a few questions this morning. First one is, I want your prediction for Sunday night. I want who's going to win and by how many points. Clive Churchill medalist. You can throw in the first try scorer as well. Closest. I'll keep all this text and closest. Uh, when I get back here on Tuesday morning, I'll review them um, and you will win a Makita prize pack. So who is going to win? Um, how many points and Clive Churchill medalists? That's the first one. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. the phone number. Text 0457736736. Great grand finals in history. Well, what's the greatest grand final that you can remember watching? Even if your team wasn't involved, there's been quite a few of them. 0457736736. Or one three hundred oh one eleven seventy is the open line, um, and want to know what you're doing for your grand final day. Parramatta fans, Penrith fans, or if you just have a uh, don't 
don't care, really. Just going to watch the game. Don't have a team in there. Still want to know what you're doing. How are you celebrating Grand Final Day? How are you celebrating Grand Final Weekend? It is, of course, a big weekend. Phone number, open line, one 1170 or you can text 0457-736-736. We'll take a break. We'll get back. Uh, we'll come back with all your texts and some other news floating around in the world of rugby league and sport. We'll do that next. It's 16 past five. At 20 past five, I'll get to all your texts in a second on 0457-736-736. Asking for your predictions this weekend. Uh, who's going to win by how many points? Clive Churchill, medalist. And you can throw in first try scorer if you want. Chance to win a Makita prize pack for you this morning. And your great grand finals of all time. And how are you going to be spending grand final day? Uh, 0457 736 736 is the text number. Open line 1300 01 1170. A couple of people on the open line wanting to have a chat. Let's go to Brisbane firstly. Adam on the line. Morning to you, Adam. Hey, how are you, mate? Yeah, really, really good. How are you going to be spending your grand final weekend, mate? I'll just be with family, uh, having a few drinks and enjoying it, that's for sure. Yep, sounds good. Of course, public holiday in Queensland as well on Monday. So, uh, Queen, well, Queen's birthday, King's birthday, one or the other. Uh, what did you want to have a chat about, mate? I wanted to have a chat about the greatest grand final, I believe. Go for it. Um, I'd say 1997. Yeah. The um, ARL and Super League were fractured, obviously. Mm-hmm. And Newcastle versus Manly, 1997. It had it all. Had... Um, uh, Ray Warren, especially. Yeah. Uh, you can't go past the voice of rugby league. He yeah. had some great one-liners, but it had um, Andrew Johns with the punctured mm. lung, the finish at the end, um, the brutality between the Chief Harrigan and Spud Carroll. Can't go past. Mm. Um, just an absolute classic. I, I think it's the best of all time. It was a great grand final. Just on Ray Warren, just before we get to that, there is a special, I think, on Channel 9 tonight paying tribute to Ray Warren and his career. I think it's 7.30 tonight on Channel 9 that'll be worth watching. But no, you're right. Great grand final. It was actually the first grand final, Andy, that, uh, and Adam, sorry, that I've ever been to. Um, I managed to get, well, my father managed to get tickets to it. Um, sitting at the top, I was seven years old. Um, and I was already a oh, rugby, wow. yeah, I was already a rugby league fan, but that really converted me to it. The Albert try. Uh, and sorry to Manly oh. fans for bringing this up, but the Albert try, it was just, it had everything that game. It's one that will forever go down in, I think, rugby league fans' memory. And, of course, it was the Knights' first premiership as well. Knights' first premiership. Mm. And um, I, w- I would have given honor- honourable mention to uh, 2015 Brisbane versus the yeah. Cowboys, but I'm a Broncos supporter, <laughs> so I can't do that. Yeah, <laughs> heartbreak, heartbreak for you. No, great suggestion. 97 grand final. I think... You know, you look at them and you mentioned the 2015 grand final, but we always like and it, and it's not great clearly for the team that loses, is it, Adam? But uh, it, we always like close grand finals and finishes in the last five minutes are fantastic, apart from when you lose. Thank you, Adam. Have a great weekend. Exactly. Thank you very much, mate. You too. Enjoy. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Tech's saying it's not the Queen's birthday weekend. It is Labor weekend. Uh, it's Labor weekend in New South Wales. Queen's birthday weekend or King's birthday weekend in Queensland. Uh, now, I feel very honoured to get this next man on the line. He's a regular uh, on every SEN show. Uh, definitely a regular with Vossie and Brandy. And he gives us some great insights. Gary from Newtown is on the open line. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Morning, Gary. Good morning, Charlie. Just quickly, uh, Dan, I, yes. I, I, I want to mention the 2003 Grand Final, but just quickly on yep. the 97. Yep. In the 97, they were, they were eight behind. 
They were in the opposition's 20, Manly's 20, and Paul had a decision, the captain, to take the two or attack. And he went for the two, mm. made it six behind, and Robbie O'Davis scored under the post. And then, anyway, but uh, and that was a, that was the decision. Mm. It was it, it was it was the right decision, but it was a tough decision, and he went that way. So good luck to Paul. Just yeah. on my favourite grand final is the uh, is the two thousand and three grand final. Yep. Now in two thousand and two, the Roosters played in the grand final, and they were standing over opposition packs. They, yes. they were really they were bullies. They yep. were dead set bullies. So in two thousand and three, Panthers played them in the grand final. It was light rain all game. Mm. Passes were all over the place, all over the place, behind, below. But I can't record a drop ball, not one drop ball. Maybe there might have been, but I can't record one. But what happened was the Panthers said, this is what we're doing. Mm. We're going to take the Roosters on head on. That's what we're doing. We're going to play their game and we'll wear them down. And they eventually did. They said my favourite green part. I just love that green part. The way they played, the weather, that everyone was, everyone... I didn't. There wasn't a bad player on the ground, not one. Mm. It was just an unbelievable ground. Anyway, that's that's how, that's how I like football: tough, physical, skill, and they just wore the opposition down. And they were bullies. And they I, went, and they played the following year as well. The Roosters. Yeah, well, there's three grand finals in a row. They were a very good pack. The Panthers beat them at their game, and that's what I like. That's what I was about to say, that's, Gary. That's in terms of uh, the Roosters in that period of time, they. Won the O two grand final, then lost O three and O four, and we're now aren't we in a sort of a similar pattern now with this Panthers side? Um, oh. When they made the twenty yeah. grand final, lost it, won last year, and now their third grand final in a row. Now, Gary, I know you have given your prediction to Vossi and Brandy, and I know everyone that listens to us here uh, listens to Vossi and Brandy. But can you just tell us who you think is going to win and why, just quickly, on Sunday night? Well, it's going to. Well, it really, really does come down to the kicking game with Parramatta. Mm. You've got to understand the kicking game. It's just not kicking to the fullback and letting him run back 20 and 30 metres. Mm. That cannot happen. You've got to feel... It all comes down to the forwards. And I think Parramatta forwards, the last two weeks, are the best forward pack in the competition, in my, my eyes. Mm. And, and they will definitely hold the opposition's forwards. Now, it's how... The, how the halves played the game mm. in, Par- in Parramatta. Where I look at it this way, and I said it earlier, if Par- I-, I like it this way. Yep. If they kick early the second-last tackle, second last tackle to yeah. Brian, mm-hmm. and they can contest the ball, they contest the ball, and if they can get that ball mm-hmm. on last tackle, Parramatta, Parramatta go long ball, long ball. Long You'll ball, get a yep. one-on-one, a two-on-one. Mm-hmm. And what will happen there is, there will be there will be a kick behind the defence because a fullback cannot be everywhere. Everyone's around that ball when you put up a bomb. Everyone's mm. around that ball. You go long ball, long ball. Mm. You've got an opportunity. I think that's the way to play the game. It all comes down to the kicking game. I yep. think it's always been underrated the kicking game, and it'll be mm. the kicking game what'll win this. It'll be very oh. tight because yep. they're too robotic, too mechanical. But you've got to take them off their game. If they play their routine game, mm. the Panthers. They'll wear you down. It's okay. as simple as that. You've got to take them away from their game. Oh. Now, the score, I think they'll win by four para. I think it'll be very tight. Right. And I think Clint deserves, I think Clint deserves the man of the match. I oh. think he's been good all year. All right. That's how I read it. Thank you, Gary. Parramatta by four points and kick on the second last tackle. Uh, upset them. 
Thank you, Gary. Call any time. I appreciate your call. You always get on air here on Tradies News in a nutshell. Let's continue with the calls. Open line one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. James from Hornsby. Morning. Morning, Dad. I'll be quick. I won't be a Gary quick. <laughs> yeah, no. Paramount by, <laughs> by Ted and Gutherson. Yeah, so you're another one tipping power. As did Gary. Look, there's most of the experts, James, aren't they? They're most of them are saying. Penrith, but look, Parramatta they've played them three to, uh, three times this year. They beat Penrith uh, twice in the regular season, and might make mention of this in a second in our preview with Charlie and Jaleesa, but you got to remember that finals game a few weeks ago, it was only 7-6 at half time. It was only, I think, what, 12-6, 13-6 when um, Mitch Moses went off the field, so I think Parramatta will take a lot out of those three games so far this year. Yeah, I think so. Like, I can't stand Penrith, so I'm going to stand Penrith anyway. <laughs> no. Uh, $3, so, and Geelong won last weekend, and I made a bucket load of money off that, Exactly, exactly. Uh, thank you, mate. Thanks. Thank you, for, thank you for the call. Have a good weekend, mate. Have a good long weekend. Uh, we'll, thanks, mate. Uh, keep those calls coming in. Appreciate them. Anytime. one 1170 on the open line. Or you can text 0457 736 736. All right, your text. Uh, this from Jay of Blacktown. Good to hear from you, Jay. Morning, Dan. Penrith by 22. Uh, kick out to win the Clive Churchill medal. And also be the first try scorer. Thank you, Jay from Blacktown. We'll keep all these on file. Um, and we'll get back to you. Andy, Parramatta by two. Clint Gutherson, the Clive Churchill medalist. Um, and Sivo to score the first try. Could easily see that happen. Andy, thank you. Junior Smithy says, morning, Dan. Panthers by eight. Tago, first try scorer. And Edwards for Clive Churchill. And the 04 grand final, the Bulldogs over the Roosters in terms of great grand finals. Thank you, Junior Smithy. Panthers by eight for Junior Smithy. This from the Oval Treeman. Hi, Dan. Predicting a Panthers win by 25 points to 12. I think Parramatta will be in it for a long time, but the Panthers grind will eventually see them run away at the end. Churchill medal to Nathan Cleary. Uh, also, good luck to the Opals tonight in the World Cup semi-final and hopefully a place in the final on Saturday afternoon. Yes, good luck to the Opals basketball World Cup continuing. I'll get to that if we have time a little later on. Thank you, Yeovil Treeman. Uh, no name on this text, but they say Eels 20, Panthers 12, Clive Churchill medal Clint Gutherson. I reckon he will stand up for the occasion. There's some more texts. I will get to all of them after our preview with Charlie Goodsir and Jaleesa Apps from Channel 10 and Sunday Crunch Time here on SEN. But keep them coming in. 0457 736 736. Who is going to win the grand final by how many points? And your Clive Churchill medalist. And uh, what are you going to be doing grand final day? And great grand finals. Open line, one 1170 or text 0457 736 736. We'll get stuck into our grand final preview on the other side of this. 
Welcome back. Tradies News in a nutshell. It is Friday morning, the 30th of September, 2022. Keep those texts and calls coming in. one 1170 or 457 Time to look at the NRL Grand Final Day. Um, and I'm a bit upset because Charlie Goodsir has been in front of me for the past 30 weeks. We've been doing a preview each week. But for some reason, Charlie, you didn't want to turn up this morning. Morning to you. No, good morning. I've got, I've got a bit of a case of the man flu, yeah. unfortunately, but I uh, can't miss Trady's news, so I uh, set the alarm uh, early and uh, glad to be joining you. So you've tested positive to man flu, but negative to COVID and the monkeypox. Yes, the monkeypox was the worrying one, uh, considering Vossi doesn't uh, shut up about it on, on breakfast, but yes, I'm, I'm all clear for both. That is fantastic news. And we've brought in a big gun as well for our grand final preview from Channel 10 and also part of SDN Sunday Crunch Time. She will be out there at a course stadium as well for the NRLW grand final from Channel 10. Jalisa Apps on the line. Morning, Jalisa. Good morning. How are you? Yeah, very, very well. How's your grand final week been so far? Yeah, pretty busy. I mean, it's one of those things where, um, like, the anticipation of it is almost more nerve-wracking than when the week comes because you want to make sure you get to everything. And it actually has all run pretty smooth. We saw all the fans out at, Par- fans out at Parramatta the other day. Mm. Um, and then I went out to Penrith, and I was actually surprised. I thought maybe third-year syndrome, not as many people would turn up because they, they, even though they were lucked out with COVID, they did have, like, the grand final, you know, little parade and everything at the um, at the club last year so um but no it's been really good and then uh Dally M's was great mm. it was a yeah really good night like Nico Hines spoke really well and I don't think you could get a better ambassador for the game really yeah it sounds like a very good week and we're still a couple of sleeps away from the grand final it is a big grand final day before we get uh, to the NRL grand final between Penrith and Parramatta Jaleesa I thought I'd just ask you about uh, the NRL uh, w Grand Final, 3.55 on Sunday. The Newcastle Knights taking on the Parramatta Reels. What a performance it was by Parramatta last week to get over the Sydney Roosters. No one really thought they would do so, and they play the Newcastle Knights. Should be an interesting Grand Final, and you'll be on deck for this one for SEN on Sunday afternoon. Yeah, it's not really the matchup that we thought you'd see, as you, as you mentioned. I think we all thought maybe the Knights and um, obviously the Roosters uh, the, it was quite surprising. I think I don't think anyone would have given Parramatta a chance, just given that uh, they hadn't had a good season. But when you actually do look at their their losses, they came very very close, and they did in their inaugural season as well. Like there were games that they lost just by the tiniest of margins. So the um, interesting thing now is really all the pressure is on the Knights. So mm. unlike the Pan, you know Panthers and Eels, I know the Eels. Um, keep saying uh, in the NRL men's, well, um, the pressures, you know, everyone's written us off, blah, blah, blah. I don't actually think that's true. Whereas I think the in the women's, yeah, I think uh, for sure Parramatta have been written off there. So all the pressure is on the Knights, which, you know, rocks or diamonds, pressure makes rocks or diamonds. Charlie, it's been a pretty bad year. It's been a pretty bad few years for you as a Newcastle Knights fan. But here's a real chance for uh, your team to win a premiership. Are you going along on Sunday? Have you brought tickets just to go for this grand final? Sadly, I'm actually in Newcastle for ah. a, a mate's birthday this weekend. But I will be keeping a close eye on it. Very excited to see the girls run out. They've, they've really... Uh, I guess reignited my passion for the Newcastle Knights because the 
the men's team have uh, done nothing all year but break my heart, uh, except for round one when they beat your Sydney Roosters. Thank but you. Uh, but yes, very excited. I, I, I agree with uh, Julissa. All the pressure's now on Newcastle, so it'll be a very good grand final, I think. It's a bit problematic when you have to go back to round one to be the highlight of uh, your year. Uh, all right, let's, let's move on to the NRL now. 7.30pm kickoff. Panthers up against the Parramatta Let's look at the Panthers uh, first, Jalisa, and we look at what they've done over the past three years. Their third grand final in a row. They were a bit slow starting against South Sydney last weekend, down 12 points to nil, and I know the people I was watching with thought Souths might have them here, but a couple of tries before halftime really changed the game. Um, a chance for them to go back-to-back. Uh, we know the Roosters only did it a couple of years ago in 18-19, but it's such a hard feat to do. If Penrith are to win, who are the players that are going to stand up on uh, Sunday night? Well, you're right. They did have a really um, a really slow start um, against South, and that's the one thing you really can't do against the Eels because they are a momentum team. As soon as mm. they get... The Eels play with all that... with confidence they very much rely on mm. confidence they've got all the skill but once they get confident in the game that's when they start really rolling uh sides so i think nathan cleary is obviously the one to not to heap more pressure on him as he always has but he's definitely the one that steers that ship and um i think that he will it'll be a big game performance from here him i think the panthers as opposed to the other years going in and particularly the first year uh just such a relaxed side at the moment. They've got no care at the world when you go out there and do their media interviews and everything like that. Like they're seasoned pros at this now, um, and they they don't really have a care in the world. So, uh, it'll be an it'll be an interesting one. I reckon in the first ten minutes, mm. we'll know either it's going to go down to the wire. I I think there's only two ways it'll go. It'll go either down to the wire, Mm. we'll know in the first 10 minutes, or Penrith will flog. Yeah, that that is quite possible as well. And you mentioned Nathan Cleary, Charlie. Vossi and Brandy spoke with Dylan Edwards the other day. He's been a real unsung hero of the Panthers, not just this year, but for the past few years. There's talks that he may even end up in that World Cup squad to go over to the UK in a couple of weeks. He's going to have to play a big part on Sunday night as well, Charlie. Well, he, he's in that uh, funny little uh, grey area where he is no longer an um, underappreciated player mm. and he's getting a lot of raps from people as well. So I think there was a quote from Joel Kane earlier this week that just got latched on because he was saying he's, you know, underappreciated. Everyone said, no, he's not. How can he be? But uh, looking at the numbers, we have eight of our 21 um, predictions this week from all the all the big names across SEN have tipped him to win the Clive Churchill medal. So... Mm. He's wow. definitely going with a lot of hype. Yeah, he's going with a lot of hype this week. Um, I, I love him. I think he's just such a humble, unassuming star. He he doesn't do anything flashy. He just does his job, and he does it incredibly well. I think he's probably the best fullback in the competition outside of those those big names like Pappenhausen and Tedesco. They get all the, the headlines. I don't see Dylan Edwards make too many mistakes, and when he does, he quickly mops them up. So he's primed to have a big one, and I think, yeah, he's a... Is a good chance to win that Clive Churchill medal. Probably a tough question, but does Penrith have a weak point? I mean, every team probably does, but it's hard to pinpoint one for Penrith, isn't it? I, I, I couldn't tell you one. I really couldn't. I mean, we every week we try and dissect a weakness, and it's usually when they have players out, like when Cleary was out for five weeks or when Luai was out for 
for a few weeks with um, with his injury and during that origin period, but they still won all those games during that origin period. And the only times they've ever really lost is when they've been missing players or they've been about that 70%, 80% mark and the other team has played an absolute blinder like the Eels. So, mm. yeah, I, I don't think they have an out-and-out weakness. No, I don't think they do. Do you, Jaleesa? Do you see any weakness in this Penrith Panthers side before we turn our attention to Parramatta? Um, no, 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 I don't see, uh, really a weakness at all. Like obviously, uh, Taylor May won't be there, but he mm. wasn't there last week. Um, and they've got outside backs galore and they've gone with Charlie Stain. So I don't, I just think they've got so much depth, uh, in the Panthers side, even their, their bench is a real strong point. Like they sort of have that bench that kind of also can inject a lot of, a lot into the game. So I, I don't see a weakness at all. All right, let's talk about Parramatta. And Jaleesa, you just mentioned it. They're such a confidence and momentum-based side. And we saw that. It was a bit different last week because it was a bit to and fro. And I thought everyone, and Brandy mentioned it in particular, their defence in the last 15 minutes against the Cowboys, especially when they got in front, was enormous. But I actually thought their defence throughout the whole game was really, really good. To go in at 12 all at halftime against the Cowboys side, they were at home. A lot was made of the heat and the humidity. I thought they were very, very good. But you're right, if you look at them right throughout the season and in past years, if they get a couple of quick tries, they're going to be very, very hard to stop. But I do agree with you. They're playing, with no offence to the Cowboys, Jaleesa, they're playing a tougher side this week, obviously, than they were last week. And if Penrith can score a couple of early tries, it'll be hard to see Parramatta getting back into the game. So I think the first 10, 20 minutes is very, very important for the Parramatta side. Yeah, for sure. Um, and Charlie, we look at also Mitchell Moses and Clint Gutherson. Um, they're the players that are going to have to stand up alongside Regan Campbell-Gillard as well. Yeah, I've, I've gone on the record so many times that if uh, there was one player I want in my team, it's Clint Gutherson. He just has this aura about him that's so infectious and you just want him on your team, I feel. Um, I, I just think, yeah, they, they just need them to fire and have almost perfect games if they're really any chance of winning, which they absolutely can. Mm. It's just a matter of whether that can be enough to get over this Penrith side. Julie, so do you think they take anything? Uh, well, they have obviously won two games against Penrith this year. They did lose, I think it was 27 points to eight in the first week of the finals. But you've got to remember, even in that game, it was seven, six and a half time. And they're only losing by, I think it was five points when Mitchell Moses went off the field. So they will, I think, take a bit of confidence out of the three times they've already played Penrith this year. Yeah, I think for those, that kind of thing, um, the mental side of those wins, it gives Parramatta confidence, but I don't think it knocks Penrith's confidence. Mm. So I don't think Penrith will care at all that they were beaten by Parramatta. If anything, I'm probably will fire them up a little bit more, but I don't think they'll go in lacking any confidence. But yeah, Parramatta for sure. I think it just gives them a little bit of a mental edge to know that it's not uncharted ground. They've done it before. And just one final question before I get your tips. What do you reckon uh, the crowd split will be like on Sunday? We know it's sold out. We know there'll be a fair amount of Penrith and also Parramatta fans there. But what about the mutual fans? Who do you think they'll be leaning towards? I'll get both of your opinions, Charlie. I think the neutral fans probably more leaning towards Parramatta, but I think it's probably going to be a pretty 50-50 split out there at a core stadium on Sunday. Yeah, but well, we did a poll er- earlier in the week on uh, Voss and Brandy, and it was mm. a 60-40 split to Parramatta, and I've fallen camp Parramatta. I mean, 
growing up, there was, uh, especially with my generation, there was always this sort of um, love for Parramatta given that they were so crap for so many years. And, and I think that's kind of following through as well. There's not that the hatred uh, for Parramatta that perhaps my dad has, um, given that he's, he's also a Sharks man as well. So I, I think it will be fairly even with a slight edge to the Eels. Jaleesa, Jaleesa, do you agree with that? I don't think you'll see many neutral fans out there. Mm. I think um, probably they've all tracked down tickets. If a Parramatta fan hasn't tracked down their their ticket yet, I'm sure they're still trying to. So um, I think it'll be heavily a Parramatta crowd. Yeah, going to be very, very good out there. Sold out crowd. All right, uh, time for a tip and the Clive Churchill medalist. Jaleesa, you said it's going to go one way or another. How do you see it playing out on Sunday night? I think Panthers by four and the Clive Churchill medal um, for the second year, I think, Nathan Cleary. So you're tipping a close one. Charlie, your tips, I have to say, last week, your tips, well done. Three from three, two in the NRL and one in the AFL. I think that's unheard of, you getting all your tips correct uh, this year. How do you see this one going on Sunday night? Uh, The Gold Coast Titans, Dan. Uh, (laughs) No, they will not be winning. No, uh, I think the Panthers are going to win by six. Mm -hmm. And I think... uh, I'm going to go a little bit left of field. I think Viliani Kickout is mm. going to take home the Clive Churchill medal. I've just got a feeling that one of oh, I, That came to my head as soon as I said it. To, we said it too. Viliani came in my head as well, but I was like, nah, probably not. Well, it's his last game, isn't it, for the Penrith Panthers before he leaves to go to the Bulldogs, and he's going to have to have a big game if they are to win. So that's a good suggestion. I think it will be close as well. I'm going to go Penrith by six, um, and I actually think Dylan Edwards might win the Clive Churchill medal. I just think there's been so much talk about him, and I know, Charlie, you said, what, eight of the 21 SEN experts? Yeah, I just think he's going to be very, very important at the back. If Parramatta are to win, you'd have to think one of Mitch Moses or Clint Gutherson uh, to get the Clive Churchill medal. But I think we're in for a really, really good grand final. Jalissa, thank you very much. Uh, We will chat again soon. We might chat to you at some point over the off-season. Enjoy Sunday. No worries. Thank you very much. And, Charlie, I will see you back in the studio next week. Do you think you'll be over the man flu by then? (laughs) Uh, Not looking good, but, uh, look, I'll try my best for you, Dan. Thank you. Thank you for trying so much. Thank (laughs) you, uh, Charlie. Thank you to Jaleesa. We will take a break. Come back with more. This is Tradies News in a Nutshell. Breakfast with Vossie and Brandy. An absolutely VIP guest, Dylan Edwards. Morning, fellas. Kid from the bush as you are, Dylan. Do you have to pinch yourself? You're now playing in a third straight grand final. I'm very fortunate to be at this club and play with this group of boys that I get to play with every week. Yeah. Don't forget, if you're running a small to medium business as a builder, renovator or tiler, Beaumont Tiles wants to help you. Australia's biggest Beaumont Tiles, together with us, want to boost your business. Head to iCanWin.com.au and you can win a $25,000 advertising package to promote and grow your business. Connect with Beaumont Tiles and enter now at iCanWin.com.au. Let's finish the show with some text. Bulldog Tom says, Morning, Dan. Me and the boys will be on my cousin's bucks on Sunday. Golf in the morning, followed by a boys' lunch. Uh, then jumping on the party bus to the star to watch the grand final at the sports bar. What a way to spend your grand final day. Penrith 22-6. Let's go, he says. Enjoy that. Uh, Brizzy Yaz says uh, GF will end up 22-6 to to the Panthers with Dylan Edwards picking up uh, the Clive Churchill medal. Another text says Parramatta will only beat Penrith if it rains heavily, but don't think we're getting rainfall now. I think it's supposed to clear. And Chookman will finish it off saying, Hi, Dan. Penrith too good. Cleary, Clive Churchill medal. Barbecue and beers for me. Thank you, Chookman. Breakfast with Fossey and Brandy coming up. 
Mount through SEN 1170 AM in Sydney. Patton Hills through SENQ 693 AM and SEN 1620 AM. I'll be back with you Tuesday morning, 5 AM Sydney time, 4 AM Queensland time. Enjoy your grand final weekend. See you Tuesday. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.